0: You're listening to Equipped, the podcast that turns gaming concepts into life lessons. I'm your host, Isa Gonzalez, and each week, I'll show you different ways you can clear quests, fight boss battles, and level up, not only in-game, but also in real life. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today because this one is going to be a really special episode. You see, whenever I work on the podcast, I like to have at least one month's worth of episodes ready to go. And I realized that This is the 10th episode like we finally hit double digits and I'm so happy that we made it this far so thank you if you've been listening since episode 1 or actually since the trailer thank you so much for still being here. And I also realized that it's a cool coincidence, actually, this 10th episode happens to be the last episode that I'll be releasing in 2021. And I don't know, to me, that's just really cool. And as someone that loves to reflect and think about life, um, (laughs) I figured that this episode should sort of be more of that. And so today, I want you guys to join me as I reflect on 2021 because my goodness, this year, because all of my past plans didn't push through, I just didn't want to have that sort of expectation for this year, especially since it was very clear that the pandemic wasn't going to end so soon. And so I went in 2021 with no plans, no expectations, not in the sense that I didn't want to have anything to look forward to, but more of just Being open to the fact that 2021 could still, you know, throw something unexpected my way. And so that's what I did. And one of the things that I learned or one of the things that I realized by the end of 2020 is that if everything around me is so unpredictable and is so uncertain and I have zero control over how this pandemic goes, what's the one thing that I can do? What's the one thing that I can control and somehow regulate in my life? and i realize that it's myself i can only control myself my thoughts my mindset my actions The things that I do, that's what's in my control. Though I didn't have any plans for 2021, like external plans, I did want to focus more on what I can do to continue growing, to continue learning in different areas of my life. And so that's sort of the mindset that I had going into this year. And actually, this was also the first year that I decided to have themes for my year. And it's another thing that I learned in 2020, like how it was explained. It's nice to have a theme around your year, depending on what it is that you want to improve or change in yourself and that's the key yourself it's not about external stuff it's not about achievement or job positions salary stuff it's really about the change that you want to happen within you and so for me i decided on three themes this year It's intention, consistency, and momentum. And I don't know, that's just what I knew I needed to work on. I knew that sometimes I would just do things for the sake of doing it. And then I also knew that whenever I would try a new habit or a new hobby, I would easily give up or I would just be so inconsistent that I stop. And then because, you know, I don't have that consistency, the momentum that I build isn't also that great. And so those were the three things that I wanted to work on this year. And that's basically really what I've been centering all of my work on, not just my actual work, but how I want to improve myself. And again, because I knew that the only thing I can control was myself. And 2021 was just another year of doing that, just highlighting the things that I still needed to improve on and working on them one day at a time. And so in this episode, we're not just going to reflect together, but I also want to share the three power ups that got me through 2021. And I only have three for you guys because some of the other habits that i built, um, I'm still trying to stay consistent at. But these three things that I'm going to share with you guys, these are the three things that I have ingrained into my day to day. And it's just really helped me a lot. And so let's get into it. So the first one is my relationship with God. And so I want to keep this part brief. I don't want to be like preachy or anything. But honestly, ever since I became serious about working on my relationship with God, it's just been a huge difference in my life. Like right now, um, I'm still trying to get to know him through his word. And I don't know, like right now, I'm really grateful that I can say that everything that I've gone through, everything that I've achieved and accomplished this year, I just know that I didn't do it alone. I couldn't have done it alone. And... Whenever I had a moment wherein I was really down and confused and was just overwhelmed by a lot of things going on around me, I knew that I had someone that could be my calm and be my be my rock, and that was him. And so really, that's my number one power up this year. And again, if you guys remember in episode number two, how to treat life as a game, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and, you know, Give it a listen and then come back to this one because in that episode, I mentioned that a power up is basically anything that can help you improve your day. And to me, that's what working on my relationship with God did. It really did help improve how I saw my daily living and how I approached the little problems that I faced or I encountered throughout this year. And for that, I'm really grateful and I'm very much looking forward to strengthening it even further. And so that's number one. For number two, my second power up is having a gratitude journal and i know this is something that you probably heard from all the self-help you know videos on youtube and whatnot but honestly i've been practicing gratitude since 2018 or 2017 but i've changed the way i approached it so much and i think it was only this year that i i understood what it meant to be grateful because before when i first started out I really found it hard to find things to be grateful for, especially during those days where I was just in a slump and everything was going wrong. And during those days, it was really hard for me to find something to be thankful for because in my head, I thought that the only things that you could be grateful for were, you know, big events or big situations that happened in your life. And because there were times that, you know, nothing was really going on for me, I was just really stagnant. And again, it was like I was in a slump. I could there was nothing major going on. It was only until 2018, I think, that um, I started to learn how to see gratitude differently. What I learned is gratitude is found in the tiniest things in life. Ever since 2018, I've changed the way that I create my gratitude journal templates every year before i started off with like okay i want to jot down three things minimum three things that i'm grateful for And so obviously it was still something new. So, you know, I I tried my best to keep it as easy for me to do. And then I moved on to five and then I moved on to 10. And then like right now, it's been three years ever since I, I shifted my mindset towards gratitude. Now, like I can list up to 20 depending on the day, but like we're not counting, but I'm just trying to say that paying attention to the little things, the little good things really helped me a lot. And I remember if you guys know the show Queer Eye, um, I highly recommend it. It's such a nice, feel-good, and heartwarming show. I watched one episode and Jonathan said that you just have to find your little pockets of joy. That really stuck to me. I think that was something I watched last year in 2020 And that really ingrained the practice of gratitude in my day to day. You don't need something big or major in your life to happen to feel just the slightest hint of happiness. Because again, that's how I thought. And once I, you know, started to open my eyes more about all of the small good things that were happening, then it's like a muscle, right? Gratitude is like a muscle. The more you practice it, the more it becomes stronger and everything just comes naturally to you at some point. And being able to practice gratitude for three years, it's been amazing. I honestly don't think I would have gotten through the pandemic this far without it because I did need a lot of things to cling on to. I needed that sense of hope that good things were still happening And gratitude was that for me. And it's not really easy. This took me three years to do. And like this year, since I had those three themes of intention, consistency, and momentum, I also structured my gratitude journal in that way. Right now, my gratitude journal is divided into three sections. The first one is intention. So I basically write down three intentions for one day. And they've been the same. They're like ninety ninety percent of it is the same every day. For example, the first one is basically the the main task that I have to do for that day, whether it's work related or a personal matter. And then the second one would always be to read the Bible and then that's that's aligned with my my first power up. And the third one is usually a trait that I want to improve on. So I think for the past four months, what I've been jotting down is always patience, love, and understanding. Like those are the three things that I still feel I have to improve on. And, you know, writing that down as an intention was like me trying to remind myself, like, hey, let's try to be more patient today. Hey, let's try to be more loving, more understanding today. And yes, I wasn't perfect at it. There were a lot of days that I failed, but it's nice to still, you know, wake up the next day and be intentional about trying because again, that's what's important. It's not about perfection. It's about that willingness to improve and to get up every time you make a mistake. And so that's my first section. The second is the actual gratitude part. So again, I just list down everything that I'm grateful for um, sometimes I like to do it as the moment happens. If I have my notebook close to me, I try not to wait until the very end of the day before I fill up the gratitude blog because sometimes I do forget, but also I just want to be able to really practice gratitude in the moment in the sense that once I notice one good thing that happened, I acknowledge it as something that I can be grateful for. That's sort of how I see it. And so yeah, that anyway, that's my second. And then the third and last section. And again, because one of my themes this year is to be intentional. My third section within the gratitude journal, it's actually just a full journal now is my action items. And so action items for the next day. And so yeah, that's how I have been journaling in 2021. And honestly, it just I like that it was aligned with the themes that I had. Obviously, in January, it was still something that I was trying to get used to. But again, if you're trying to build a habit, that's normal But what matters is that you keep trying to do it every day. You keep trying to stay consistent. And yes, I did miss some days, but I made it a point to catch up. So if I missed two days because I was on a trip, then I would at least try to have it on my phone. Then I would go back to my previous rule of just having three things that I was grateful for. And so, yeah, that's my second power up. My third and last power up is actually what I have in my Notion database. Notion is this tool that you can use for really anything, for note-taking if you're in school, and you could also make a lot of databases if you're familiar with Trello or Airtable, sort of like that same concept. Like there's Kanban, there's um, galleries, there's tables, and you could blog there, you could store files there if you want to. You can use it for remote teams, you can make it as a landing page. Honestly, it has so many applications. And so because I was trying to get a hold of what I could do with my time, I needed a more efficient task manager for myself. Like I use Google Calendar too, but I I realized that it wasn't enough. And I also started to not enjoy um, physically writing all my tasks down. And so I wanted an intended place where I could check what I had to do and how it's connected to what I want the rest of the week to look like, what I want the rest of the month to look like. So I also use um, Notion for my financial stuff. I use it for my daily tasks. I use it for my podcast and a lot more, a lot more. And I think Notion was a huge blessing for me because it wasn't until I you know, made all my templates, I made everything that would help me become more productive and more organized. That's when I really felt like, I I was being attentional with what I was doing with my time. And so besides my gratitude journal, I created these two sections that I would use every week to reflect. And I also have like a daily reflection that's again, not um, my gratitude journal because a lot has changed this year, specifically with my work. I became a team leader at my full-time job and I decided to take up a part time job that I really enjoy. And for these two jobs, there are a lot of one on ones, there are a lot of meetings that are involved. And I, I still enjoy them. I love talking to people. I just love catching up and seeing how everyone is doing. But then there was one point, I think it was September or August, I realized that I was checking in with all of these people. And then I realized When did I ever give myself the time to check in with myself? And when I realized that, like, I honestly felt bad. (laughs) I felt bad for myself. Like, I, I felt like I was giving everyone so much time and I was forgetting about myself. And it was during this time that I really decided to create, like, this entire Notion database for myself. And I made it a point to include a section for my personal reflections. Right now, besides my gratitude journal, I have a daily reflection that I do. And I also have a weekly reflection that's at the end of every week on a Saturday. And I also have a weekly energizer. That's how I like to call it. And I do that on a Sunday. So these three things I've managed to incorporate into my, you know, day to day and also Week to week life. The reason why I wanted to have something separate from my gratitude journal is because in my gratitude journal, yes, I I point out everything that was good and everything that I want to be intentional about for the following day. But I also wanted something that would allow me to be really honest with myself. And by honest, I mean during those days that I wasn't feeling so well or during those days that felt like a real low. I wanted to be able to admit that to myself and I wanted to admit that through writing because that's what works for me. Writing is something that's really therapeutic for me um, because I have a lot of thoughts and I feel like once I, I write something or I type something down, it's sort of like my thoughts leaving my mind and going onto something more physical and that way it feels like I'm clearing my mind a bit. That's specifically what's in my Notion database that I consider a power-up because ever since I started checking in with myself, ever since I started to become more honest with how I was feeling, I really was able to track down or at least understand myself better. Now, I just really welcome my thoughts more and I think my relationship with my thoughts and emotions have definitely improved. All these power-ups really tie in together, and that's why I feel like these three power-ups were the ones that helped me get through this year. They helped me really become a better person, even though I failed a bunch of times this year. I, there were days where I just completely lost it, and I went back to being reactive, and I went back to you know not handling my stress so well having those moments were just like a reminder, like, hey, remember what you were trying to do this year? You know, intention, consistency, momentum, remember that? Yeah, let's try to, let's try to get back on track. And so I don't know, I'm just really thankful that I was able to incorporate those three things into my life. And I want to share these with you guys, not because I want you to do them as well. But I hope it gives you guys an idea to think about the power-ups that you could create for yourself or possibly the power-ups that also helped you out this year and you actually haven't realized that they were power-ups. Maybe those are things that you could continue in 2022 and if you don't have those yet, then that's also fine. Um, You don't have to do what I've been doing, but I think it's still worth trying to find your own. And so maybe that's something you can consider as you go into this new year. It's never too late to start something. And... Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about today. These are the three power-ups that got me through 2021, and I'm very much looking forward to what will get me through 2022. Well, (laughs) I'm still going into this year with not so many expectations because, again, I still want to be more open with whatever life throws at me because that's what I really struggled with in 2020. I I do look forward to making more episodes, continue, you know, collaborating with more people and just having more conversations with you guys, honestly. Starting this podcast, it, it was in Q4 of 2021. And I'm so grateful that I was able to do it. i was so grateful that I got to work up to it, not only from the financial aspect of having a podcast, but also to just that journey of trying to learn something new. Podcasting is really a craft that amazes me and I want to continue honing this skill And I'm really excited to see what 2022 will be for this podcast. And so again, thank you guys so much for being a part of it. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Combining gaming with personal development wasn't exactly what I thought. I would be doing by now. um, But I'm really glad that I get to do it. So thank you for supporting it. Thank you for believing in the concept as well. And I don't know, I'm I'm going in circles right now. But again, I just really want to say thank you so much. And so that's it for today's episode. I may or may not be taking a break, just a short break, maybe two weeks or so. But I want to make sure that i i get to work on what i have in store for you guys in 2022 um so again i may or may not take a break make sure to follow the podcast so that you know when the next episode is out i'd also appreciate if you guys could rate and review the show we're 10 episodes in i've had so much fun recording and editing these episodes and i hope you guys have also enjoyed listening to them and so if you have, let me know by rating and reviewing the show. I'll leave the links to the places that you can do that in the description box. And of course, let's keep the conversations going. Check the podcast out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at EquippedPodcastPH. You can also send an email to PH at gmail.com for your feedback, suggestions, or possible collaborations. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being with me this far. And thank you for making the last couple of months of 2021 really amazing for me. I'll catch you guys next year. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, but also stay equipped.